Welcome to Your Health To Go, brought to you by Demystifying Your Health, providing the clarity that you need. I'm Ashley Wood, registered nurse and author, your host. In each episode, we take a health topic that's important to you and break it down into easy to understand information. We also discuss the most common treatments and preventative techniques. Thank you for joining me today. Let's get started. Today's topic is deep vein thrombosis. You've been sitting in the car on a long journey. When you get out of the car to go to the bathroom at the rest stop, you notice that your right calf is hurting. You don't pay much attention to it, figuring it's stiff from being in the car. You go to the bathroom, you get your snack, and you get back on the road. Later, once you've stopped driving for the day and get to the hotel for the night, Not only now is your calf hurting, but it's swollen and red. What's going on? What's wrong with your leg? A deep vein thrombosis, or DVT, is when a blood clot, or thrombus, forms in one or multiple veins in your body. This can occur anywhere, but usually happens most often in your legs, especially your calves. It's caused by anything that prevents your blood from circulating or clotting normally. This can include, but is not limited to, sitting for long periods of time, certain medical conditions or medications because they can affect your blood's ability to clot, being overweight, having heart failure, smoking, being pregnant, and being over the age of 60. The more risk factors that you have, the greater the chance that you might develop a DVT. The reason you're more likely to develop a DVT in your calves is because your calf muscles help to circulate your blood from your legs back to your heart as you move around. When your movement is limited for some reason, your blood is more likely to pool and clot. If you combine this with any of the other risk factors, you have an elevated likelihood of having a DVT. Sometimes a DVT can occur without any symptoms but usually most people have swelling in the affected leg with pain in the calf that feels like a cramp or soreness. Also, you may have redness or discoloration of your skin in the area. The area will probably feel warm to the touch. If you notice that you have any of these symptoms, you should see a doctor. A concern with a DBT is there's a chance that a portion of the clot or the entire clot breaks off and travels through your bloodstream to your lungs blocking the blood flow there. This is known as a pulmonary embolism, or PE, and is considered a life-threatening emergency. If you have signs of a DVT and then have sudden shortness of breath, chest pain, or discomfort that gets worse when you take a deep breath or cough, feel lightheaded or dizzy, or pass out, a rapid heart rate, or cough up blood, then you should get medical treatment immediately. The number one goal of treatment for a DVT is preventing the clot from increasing in size or breaking loose. The second goal is to prevent future blood clots from occurring. The primary method to accomplish this is by using anticoagulants or blood thinners to decrease your blood's ability to clot. They usually come in the form of pills or injections that are given just beneath your skin. Typically, they are taken for at least three months, depending on what your doctor says. They need to be taken exactly as your doctor tells you. If you don't take enough, you can have more clots form. But if you take too much, 
you could bleed too easily. Anticoagulants help prevent current clots from getting bigger and prevent new clots from forming, but they do not break up the existing clots. Thrombolytics, or clot busters, are able to do this but come with a high risk of bleeding and are only done if anticoagulant therapy is not working. They're usually done at the hospital due to the risk of bleeding and because they're given intravenously or IV or sometimes via a catheter that is placed directly near the clot. For people who are unable to take anticoagulants and are not candidates for thrombolytics, a filter can be placed into the large vein or vena cava in your abdomen. This prevents blood clots from reaching your lungs by catching them as they travel in your bloodstream past the filter. In order to prevent a DVT, there are several things that you can do. The most important is to avoid sitting still for long periods of time. If you've just had surgery or are on bed rest, try to get moving as soon as your doctor will allow it. If you're sitting while working or even relaxing, try not to cross your legs as this can impede blood flow. If you're traveling in a car, be sure to stop every hour to get out of the car and walk around. This is also true if you're traveling by plane. You should stand up and walk occasionally. If you're unable to move around for some reason, you can exercise your lower legs by doing heel raises followed by toe raises. This means keeping your toes on the ground and lifting your heels up and down. After doing several of those, switch and keep your heels on the ground and lift your toes up and down. These exercises engage the calf muscles and help improve blood flow through them. You could also wear compression stockings. They are long sleeves that start at your toes and usually come up to your knees and help prevent your blood from pooling in your calves. It's essential to make lifestyle changes such as not smoking and losing weight. This is why getting regular exercise is crucial, especially for those who sit a lot or travel often. Having a DBT usually comes as a surprise and is a painful, scary experience when you consider the risk it creates for more serious complications. If you have any questions or concerns about having a DVT, please speak with your doctor. If you'd like more information, please visit the Society for Vascular Surgery's DVT page. Thank you for spending some time with me today. If you found the material to be valuable and helpful, please tell your friends about us. We're on social media, so like and follow us there to stay up to date on our latest information. You can also sign up for our weekly newsletter on our website. Stay healthy, and please join us next time on Your Health To Go. Now, time for the legal statement. Please keep in mind that the content we provide is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified competent health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on Your Health To Go or seen on the Demystifying Your Health site. Demystifying Your Health does not recommend or endorse any specific tests, physicians, products, procedures, opinions, or other information that may be mentioned. Reliance on any information provided by Demystifying Your Health, its employees, others appearing at the invitation of Demystifying Your Health, or other visitors to the site is solely at your own risk. If you think you may have a medical emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately.